0: You are listening to Episode 5 River of Misery. Don't just go through life, grow through it. Hi, and welcome to the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang. My name is Fee, and I am a clarity and confidence life coach known as the Positivity Queen. My passion is to help you go from stuck and self-critical to courageous and empowered so you can conquer anything. Join me every Tuesday as I discuss all things mindset, self-love, energy, and purpose. This podcast won't just inspire and motivate you. It will also provide practical tips and strategies you can implement in your daily life. Ready to grow? Let's grow. Hi, beautiful soul. Are you feeling stuck and frustrated right now, perhaps overwhelmed by everything going on in your life? If not, can you think back to a time when you were? Why am I asking you all these questions? Well, this podcast episode for the Grow Through It podcast with Fei Dang is all about the river of misery. Oh yes, the river of misery. When I first started to think about this episode, I didn't know where to begin or if I had enough material. Turns out, I have a lot of information, practical examples, and juicy insights to share with you in this episode. The reason I'm talking to you about this river of misery is that it continually pops up in my life coaching. When I talk to my clients, when I talk to loved ones and friends, at one point or the other, whether people come to me as they are in the river of misery, or they are experiencing it on the way to their journey of, you know, making their goals and dreams happen, The river of misery is something we can all relate to at some point in our lives and it's not enjoyable. When I think of the river of misery, I feel as if there's a lot going on against me and I feel overwhelmed. It feels like a river full of rapids at full force coming at me and I'm struggling to stay afloat. The whole time, I just feel so damn uncomfortable. I feel tired and I just want it to end. It's a horrible place to be because you feel so frustrated trapped and annoyed. So what is a river of misery? The river of misery is a place when you feel deeply uncomfortable and overwhelmed by everything that's happening in your life. How you end up in the river of misery may be by choice or not, but whether you continue to stay in the river of misery and end up stuck there, that's a choice. Let me run you by some scenarios of how this comes to be. The first is when you start off in a pond of misery. The pond of misery is well safe. You know what to expect in the pond. Nothing drastic or dramatic is happening. Nothing is going to harm you. It's not terribly uncomfortable. Um, It's like a river of misery. It's unsatisfactory but not to that degree. Things could be better than being in the pond of course. All these thoughts push against you when you enter the river of misery for your safety. After all, your brain has evolved to protect you. The brain is always looking for danger. You know, it says to you, it is going to be a lot of hard work. It is going to be a lot of investment, you know, time, energy, effort, money. What if I do all this stuff and it doesn't work out? What if it's not worth it? The pond, it's not that bad, is it? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Well, that's you trying to convince yourself the pond of misery is not that bad. So let's apply this example to a real-life scenario such as getting stuck and involved in an entanglement with someone you are seeing who won't commit to you or maybe it's somebody like an ex-partner even. You're not happy with the situation. The person that you're seeing is also dating other people. You're probably the fifth priority after their work, family, friends and so forth, The other people they're dating. I mean, at least you get the occasional cuddle though, right? You've probably got the non-strings-attached intimacy. Well, let's be real here. There's a lot of strings attached. And hey, maybe they'll even reply back to your texts really quickly once in a while. It's miserable to a degree, as you can see, but you're somewhat used to it and familiar with it, even though you are craving a fulfilling, committed relationship where you are a priority, they make time for you, and when you feel so loved and secure. So in this Pond of Misery, no one is putting a gun to your head saying, you have to keep seeing this person. Can you see that the only person who got you in this Pond of Misery and is keeping you there is, well, you? So how do you get out of this Pond of Misery? Jump into the River of Misery to get to the other side, which is land. The River of Misery for this scenario means letting go and cutting off the person you are seeing. It means being alone for the time being. It means working on yourself and reflecting how you got into this situation. Why are you in this situation? It means eventually having to start seeing and meeting new people, going on dates again. It means opening up to new people as you date. Your brain in this scenario starts panicking. This is hard. This is a lot of work. Let me go back to the pond. I wasn't happy there, but at least I was comfortable. I accepted it. I got used to it. I'm settling. The river of misery won't be comfortable or cruisy. I won't lie to you. It's called the river of misery for a reason. But what if you knew that what you were going through, the river of misery, was worth it? That on the other side is land. It's a loving person who is ready to commit and have a beautiful relationship with you. Are you willing to swim the river of misery and go through temporary discomfort and pain to get what you want? Like I mentioned in the previous episode number four, on mental fitness and taking your brain to the gym, discomfort is a currency of your success, just like working out at the gym to get fitter, leaner, and stronger. So back to the river of misery. It won't last forever. Eventually, it gets easier as you get used to it. But in order to get to this place, you have to start in the deep end of the river of misery and swim towards land. You have to be willing to endure the river and to keep swimming until you get to the land If you swim back to the pond, you'll lose progress, battle the river, and have to start again. The brain likes security and comfort. That is how it's hardwired. Can you reassure your brain that you are going through the river of misery for a purpose? Can you put purpose at the forefront of your mind? Can you feel and visualize how amazing it's going to be when you make your dreams come true? I've been in this type of river of misery lately. My pond was being unhappy with my body and fitness levels. To be completely transparent with you, since COVID-19 hit, I stopped going to the gym four times a week where I used to weight train and do cardio-based classes. And now I don't do any exercise at all except walking really and swimming. I started eating a lot because I was either bored or, you know, just wanted comfort during hard times. I gained weight. In fact, I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. And no, it's definitely not muscle. It's um, definitely fat, I think. Some of the clothes I own, I can no longer fit into, or I really have to suck in my belly the whole time that I'm wearing them, which is not fun and super uncomfortable. Sure, a quick fix is to buy bigger clothing sizes, but that doesn't really address the core issue. Addressing the core issue is working on my mindset and getting fit. Jumping into the river of misery by choice. The land is being happy, healthy and fit. So what does this river of misery involve? It involves waking up earlier to do some exercise before work. Making time to do grocery shopping on the weekend so that I can prepare healthy meals instead of turning to instant food or processed food that I can reheat. I'm actually embarrassed to admit this to you but I always have cans of chicken noodle soup at home for when I'm too busy to cook and let's not forget the frugal favourite mee goreng Um, Yeah, that's all over my cupboards. So two-minute noodles. Can you tell that I really like noodles? Anyway, back to it. That in itself is a river of misery having to adapt to changing tastes because I wish salads tasted as good as instant noodles or frozen pizza for lunch, especially when I'm really busy and it's so comforting. But no, there is a river of misery working on my mindset. You know, why can't I be happy now with my body as it is? Why do I have to meet certain criteria to be happy with my body? This whole situation is a river of misery, but it's worth it because I know the end result is being happy, healthy, and fit. So I willingly jump into that river of misery. Now, there's also another type of river of misery, which is when you are just stuck. And you're just stuck because you're so miserable with how you are, your thoughts, and the world around you. I've seen this with my clients who are stuck in their past and finding it hard to get over someone because they thought they were the one. I've seen this in clients who think that they can't be positive because they have so many negative thoughts all the time and they think that they are powerless to change it. I've seen this with my clients who continually compare themselves to other people and end up feeling insecure and jealous all the time. I remember being in this type of river of misery because, well, I got myself there And I was keeping myself stuck, even though it took me a while to consciously realise that that's what I was doing. At one point in my life when I was single, I was so frustrated and sick of dating because nothing seemed to be working out for me. At the time, I felt like I just kept dating people who weren't looking for a relationship time and a time again. This really sucked for me. It was made harder by the fact that I had been single for long stretches of times, like years. To get to the other side, the land, when I was happy dating and enjoying dating, I needed to do the hard work to figure out why this was happening to me. After all, the common denominator in all the scenarios was, well, me. It was easy to just blame anything and everyone outside of me, to be honest. You know, there's no good people out there date. They're all taken. Everyone is a commitment phobe these days. Everyone thinks that the grass is greener on the other side. It's so hard to find a relationship these days. Are there any decent, respectful people out there dating anymore? And do you know what was really hard? Like really, really hard? Realizing it wasn't any of these things at all. That in fact, it was my thoughts. That was a bitter pill to swallow. But do you know what's even harder than all of this realization? Jumping into the river of misery. Doing the work to get to a place where I was in a good mindset, enjoying dating and seeing it as a fun journey. Doing the work meant confronting myself, being honest with myself, not pretending or saying the right things, just pure honesty. What was I looking for? Why did I want a relationship? Was I looking for love outside myself before, you know, getting to be in love with who I was and who I am? Did I know my worth? You know, did I actually think that I was worthy of a happy, loving and healthy relationship? Why was I dating people that weren't looking for relationships? Why was I choosing these people? I had to start moving and swimming in the river of misery instead of just staying put in the same spot of this river. I had to be intentional with dating. I had to consciously vet out people that weren't in alignment with what I wanted and who I wanted to be be with, no matter what. I had to stop settling for less than I deserved. I had to stop making excuses for people. I had to put myself out there and be vulnerable. I had to make an effort to go on dates again and get to know somebody. I had to open up to people. I had to walk the walk and talk the talk. At first, moving in the river of misery was hard. I had to admit things to myself that I didn't want to because I was ashamed of myself. I was embarrassed about my situation. I felt disappointed in myself for making mistakes and being in the same situation longer than I wanted to be. And you know what? It's okay to feel this way. We are only human after all. Always be kind to yourself. Always do things out of love for yourself. Even though I wasn't in my ideal situation, I was and still am lovable. And so are you. Whatever scenario you are in, lead with love and not hate. I had to swim through these hard emotions that I was going through. At times, moving in the river of misery meant that I would go backwards and fall into old habits and ways of thinking. But that's okay. You catch yourself or you make a mistake and you keep moving forward. Sometimes you drift backwards a bit and then you make up for it even more towards the land in the first place. One thing is for sure, the hardest part is just getting started. Once I got started doing the work, it got easier. An analogy of this is that it's hard to go on your first date after you haven't been on one in a long time. Once you've gone on that first date, going on more dates doesn't seem as bad or as hard as that first date. Another example is that it's hard to get motivation to start going to the gym, especially if you've had a long time off, but it's easier to add weights to your fitness routine or run a longer distance once you're already exercising. So back to the river of misery in this scenario, I'm going to drop a truth bomb. Do we stay stuck in the river of misery because we enjoy being in misery? Hear me out. If you have been miserable for a while, misery starts to get comfortable. After all, you are used to being miserable to the point where it becomes part of your identity, who you are. Poor me. I'm miserable. You know, I'm miserable all the time. Misery is who I am. When you're in misery, it gives your brain a reason as to why you are in misery. You can blame all these circumstances causing your misery, but have you ever considered if you are a source of your misery? Have you ever tried to turn the focus from everything happening to you and turn it inward? What is happening inside of you to keep the misery going on? Can I offer you a radical thought? What if you chose to step away from the identity of being miserable? You radically actually choose not to be miserable. You choose to stop making excuses and blaming external factors and turn inwards. Take responsibility for your happiness. You aren't stuck. Get out of the river of misery by swimming. Getting out of the river will feel uncomfortable, but it will be worth it. Remember. The brain likes to be efficient, it likes routines, it likes easy. So when you break routine, when you challenge the ways that your brain is thinking, it doesn't like it. Your brain will probably say to you, hey, you know what, you don't have to be uncomfortable if you just stay stuck. Stop wanting more or different. Let's continue with this current way of thinking. After all, you've thought about like this, like, well, forever. Let's just stay comfortable and do nothing. Moreover, your brain has confirmation bias. It wants to prove itself right. So if you keep on believing your thoughts that are keeping you stuck, your brain will continue to find evidence of your limiting beliefs and as a result, you stay stuck. Let's add into the fact that mentioned earlier, your brain is always trying to protect you from danger. And guess what? Doing new things, having new thoughts New actions is perceived as dangerous to your primitive mind, the caveman mind. The caveman mind was always on alert. There was always threats around without modern technology and evolution. You have to understand if you want change, it means doing something different. Whatever you are doing right now is keeping you stuck in this river of misery. There are no circumstances in which you can't get yourself out of the river of misery, As I always tell clients, you can always do something. If you can't change whatever is happening, you can change your mind. It means changing your thoughts intentionally. It means taking action. It means doing hard work. It means getting out of your comfort zone. Trust in yourself. You can do hard things. Do this for future you. Do it for you. If you're in a river of misery, you can get out of there. I promise you, you can. Do the hard work and you'll get out of there. If you're struggling, let's chat. I'd love to connect with you. I mean, that's what life coaches do. A life coach helps you cross the river. A life coach shows you how you are stuck in a pond of misery or stuck in the river. A life coach helps you master your thoughts to get across the river easier. A life coach will throw in that emergency boy and help you. I am a life coach and I can help you. I have helped many people from the river of misery to land and now they thrive and conquer, including anything to do with rivers of misery. Whatever you do, just keep swimming. You've got this. I'll see you in the river of misery and I'll see you on the land. Chat to you next Tuesday for the next episode of the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang. Thank you for listening. Speak soon. Love and positivity. Are you wanting to find out more about one-to-one coaching or working with me? Maybe perhaps you want to know more about me. I'd love to connect with you. You can visit my website, feedang.com or connect with me on Instagram at thefeedang. Speak to you soon.